Uh, all right, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, nerds alike. Welcome back to the Well-Rounded Nerd Podcast. I am the host, Steve Pugh, and with me are my co-hosts this evening. I have the Sean Snow here with us. The Sean Snow. All right, I can take that. Sir Sean Snow, and we have the Samuel Pugh here, my nephew is with us as well so he's going to be joining us so we've got the old guard with with me and sean we're, but we're not that old i've got the gray hair here sean does not have any gray hair good save um <laughs> and then we've got the young guard here with sam who's uh, an enthusiast like us so uh we're going to get kicked off here. There's lots to, to talk about, and there's been lots of, of big news recently just around D.C. There's just been so much happening, and I feel like there's a lot that we can cover and that we can kind of go over with regard to what's been in the news lately and the status of just like superherodom in TVs and uh, TV and movies and, and media alike. And to set the stage for those who are coming into this cold and maybe you're listening and don't have any clue about it. You know, we get a lot of like, I get a lot of like emails just about superhero stuff and comic books and stuff. And and so do most of us, but James Gunn recently came out with an announcement about all the things that he is doing to and for uh, DC as he and Peter Safran are the new co-heads of DC studios. So we're here to dive deep and to dissect what he has given us. And he's given us a lot, but also kind of talk about um, what does it mean for all the fans out there? What does it mean for what was promised to us before they took over uh, the studio um, leadership? And then what, how does that set things apart from what Marvel is currently doing? So we're going to get kicked off and, Let's just get started with some initial reactions. Sean, what was your initial reaction to like, did you actually watch the whole like three minute spiel he gave over Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. I watched it right before I hopped on. I'm glad I did because I had only read stuff, bits and pieces of it. So the fact that I actually had it in one contained, self-contained uh, announcement where I actually took notes. Yes, I took notes on all of it. And um I have a lot of feelings and I'll just go for it. So there needed to be something done. Obviously, we can go on about our frustrations with the going back and forth and why are you doing it this way? Why are you so wishy-washy? You were given the blueprint from, you know, Kevin Feige in the MCU. Why don't you just follow that? Why do you have to be so why do you have to be so reactionary to what the fans say? But the fact that they actually got something, I, I don't know how you feel or what you guys feel. Do you like the the jumbled mess, the having the Elseworld, having the Joker, having Matt Reeves Batman, and then still maybe the promise of a DCEU? I didn't like it. Maybe it's just me. I'm a sucker for structure. I want that. And so the fact that they have something in place, maybe I don't agree with it to the begin at, at, at the start, meaning I kind of like the old guard. I love... Henry Cavill is Batman. I think Ben Affleck is one of the best. He, he has a good argument to be the best Batman. Um, and they're just jumping ship on all these characters and they're and they're throwing their hands up and saying, all right, we're just going to we're going to reboot it. And in a town of in a world, excuse me, of reboots is just that's eh, a little frustrating. But hopefully if they come out with some good movies, then everybody's opinion will change. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. What did you think, Sam? Honestly, I, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like, I don't know, the, the MCU is great with the, the structure on. I think that um, we we have, like like you said, Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck are great, great actors, and I love them and the characters that they play. And honestly, I'm just happy that, I don't know, we had some structure there, and I'm hoping that we can get that structure back, keep that structure at least a little bit. Um, I don't know. So I think I'm actually pretty excited for this this new slate just to maybe get a connected story back. It's been but will they do it's it? Been scary. Will they, will they stick? Will they stick to it? That's what I'm worried about. Like they don't have a good track record. But maybe Anyways, this is like that whole idea that they're trying to, to like there. rectify that whole thing where they've they've been disconnected. You know, he like opened up his argument or not an argument. He opened up his statement with like things have been disconnected and it's his goal and Peter's goal to like make it connected. Yeah. And it's like I think he's maybe he's one of the few people that can kind of see the forest for the trees in a, in a sense and be like, yeah, I get it, you know things with DC have been very disconnected and he can kind of see it maybe from our perspective where it's like, this is how things look. But at the same time, in order to complete his goals with what he's promised DC, I think he had to go with that whole idea of like scrapping a lot of stuff. I mean, they've scrapped Titans is gone now. Um, Doom patrols out, you know, all of that's gone. Then star girl got canceled. You know, he's like, they have, they've had to ax like so much, and they've only kept a select number of properties. And in order to like set up his structure, it reminded me of like how things started with how it started with the MCU, but this is like different. This is so different because the MCU started out with like the big the big three or the big four, whatever, you know, they had Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, they had all those properties and that's how they kind of kick things off for the MCU. But this is different in that he's like, he's even starting with an animated property. That's also going to translate into a live action with like creature commandos. I was like, this is so, so weird, but yeah, I mean, it does show promise. Like if he's got a vision, I'm interested to see, like how how far he can take it and how much control he has over it but, but not only that but like he, he's got to make it come together at some point and make it come together somehow but it's going to be like james gunnish it's going to be like so wacky in a way you guys think he's biting off more than he can chew maybe but, I mean, his movies in the past, I don't know, it's just I feel like all of the stuff he's done in the past, I've loved. Like, the Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, I don't know. I loved that stuff so much. And if he can somehow connect all of this together, like, eventually in however many years, I think it could be, I think it could be really good. Yeah, I mean, he's talking, like, the first decade worth of, of DC properties, and he said this is only, like, the first part. This isn't even the whole first chapter. I was like, holy crap, this is going to be massive if what this is, like, me, the thing that going there. What gives me pause and a little concern is when you see these announcements or slates at D23 when Kevin Feige is there, he's just kind of the spokesperson. He's just, yes, he's got some hand in the pie or whatever, but how much creative control? I don't know how much he does, but when I saw James Gunn say, I'm writing this, 
I'm working on that. I haven't finished this. I'm just like, how much can the man do? Seriously. Really? I was like, I, I was, he has a release date for Superman in two and a half years and he hasn't even finished writing it. That got me a little concerned. Yeah. I mean, that is a cause for concern, but he, he did also mention that he's working with other writers. So I've got to imagine that he's like handed off some of the writing to others. It's not just all on him. I mean, mm-hmm. some of it definitely is him, but maybe, maybe his whole idea is like, I'll write the first bit of everything that's coming like in the new slate. And then as time goes on, he'll kind of hand off some of it. He's like, just trying to make sure that the transition from old to new happens did he you know in a in a, in a way maybe i don't know i mean it's and james it's kind of he's, crazy did he say that he's directing the superman legacy or is he just writing he, it he just said he's writing it i didn't hear that he was directing it but i mean if it's his writing i can't imagine it the the, the movie would be too far off in direction yeah. from like what he's written i guess i don't know how many movies he's written that he hasn't directed usually those are going hand in hand with him i can't imagine him doing a superman movie just really his style doesn't fit with the yeah definitely with with superman it doesn't and so i could be wrong i'm happy to be wrong but He's known for like playing the edge of of being like almost rated R and then is, being PG thirteen. Is that and Superman like, though? That's not Superman. Yeah, I know. That's 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 hard to do because he's like, I'm just so stuck on Henry Cavill and you know with uh, Man of Steel and how well that played out as a Superman film and as an origin story for him. And I'm like, I don't know. How do you like? You, you can't necessarily top it. How do you do it in a way that makes people still hold on to a, a Superman film without comparing it too hard to like Man of Steel, which people are very stuck on. Like maybe I am. I am, too. So it's, well, it's truest a, it's like us are very stuck on Man of Steel. Right. We're very Superman Returns 2006. I think we all can agree. Meh. You know, it just kind of depends on what's being produced. Right. And so a lot of meh. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. So you haven't uh, seen that one. Uh, it's mean, worth a watch once or so. It's worth putting on in the background while you're working on something else. Yeah, okay. very okay. different tone. They tried to get the Christopher Reeve feeling, but with like an X Men vibe because it was Brian Singer, right? And so that, that's so true. I'm only realizing that now because I'm like, oh my gosh. It was like you could have put Superman Returns next to X-Men like one and two and been like, oh, were these in the same universe? Like for anybody who doesn't know what DC and Marvel is like, oh, Superman was like a a Marvel character. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been crazy. But but, you know, go back to your point, like the realism of um, Zack Snyder's Man of Steel versus the realism that James Gunn could do of teetering on two like hyper violent. Like his James Gunn is like the the levity of violence, you know, the Suicide Squad, J, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one and two super and like his his brand of like there's that humor within that violence. Like you can get the nitty gritty grounded and heck Superman killed Zod in Man of Steel. Right. And that's that's yeah. that's a I felt that he made that work. He being Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. And David Goyer and I, Christopher Nolan definitely helped out in that screenplay. But I don't know how that's going to play out with 
his tone of and his his feeling towards violence is almost like okay it's a joke i just think of that scene in the suicide squad where they go through that camp and and uh, they're like competing who they're trying to kill off and it's like i mean yes it was funny but i was like come on okay here here let me put it to you let me put it to you this way though and maybe you can tell me if i if i'm off but if 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 he's to do a superman film he has to nail the heart of being like superman is about hope there's like a lot of like good emotion there and i think we've seen though that james gunn can do it in mostly like guardians of the galaxy like guardians of the galaxy he was able to like put some heart into those films so First he's going to have to sure. really he's going to really have to tap into those kind of moments that he did for those movies in order to play up being a Superman like film that like Superman has a lot to deal with, you know, being who he is and for the rest of the world. And he has to like put that heart and emotion into that film. So, I mean, there is a, a good chance that he can do it justice, I think, but we won't know until we have any more details, but yeah. Go ahead. I've heard that I've heard that this movie might be based off of All Star Superman, the the comic. I don't know. I don't know if that's just a rumor, or if it's true, but I think so. That that comic, I was just reading about it a little bit, and it's about like the death of not the death of Superman, like that comic storyline, but Superman like gets um, radiation, like cancer or whatever, and he it's like his last. He like he's dying. I don't know for sure if this movie will be based off of that comic, but I've I've heard rumors that it might be. And so I was just wondering like how how he might do that and just like how that would work out. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is with James Gunn and his deep cuts. He always goes for the deep cuts. You know what I would hate though? That it is that that we're a bait and switch. And it is a Superman movie for the first act, and then Supergirl shows up or something like that. And I, they kill him off just to get us in the movie theater, and then the sequel and the sequel sequel is not about him. I, I would I'm hoping just, that's not true though, because they have talked about this being a movie with a much younger Superman, and it's one of the reasons that they said yeah. that Henry yeah. Cavill was kind of out of the picture was because. He's a little too old for what James Gunn wants to do with the film. So I don't know if it, I mean, you do have a good point. It could be the bait and switch, but I'm 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 bordering on hoping that it's not just because they the rumors were pretty, pretty strong on. They wanted a younger Superman to, to start out with because they are restarting the whole DCU. So they're going to need Superman for a long time. They better. Yeah. They, they said he's like the the face of this this franchise, like the DCU. So I can't really see them, like, I don't know, Hopefully handing not. it off to Supergirl. But let's move on. Let's let's talk about some of the other big ones that he mentioned. What stood out to you? I'm actually going to go first and pick out the one one of the things that I was most excited for, among the things that I had no idea even existed in the DCU, um, uh, lanterns. So when he mentioned oh, lanterns, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, that sounds amazing. Um, you know, Buddy Cop with two lanterns, Hal Jordan and I'm, I'm and so John Stewart. I was like, you could you could have gotten away with one of them, but you've just added two of the biggest and probably the best. 
Green Lanterns to talk about and then have some buddy cop together on Earth. I mean, that's that's pretty big. But he also alluded to the fact that this is this whole series is bent on the idea that they discover some sort of mystery that opens up the, the biggest like the big bad or probably the whole scheme for the next DCU, like for the next 10 years. Like that's kind of like the vibe that I got. Any of you feel similarly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, well, first on your point, the, the picture that he put for the video for the lanterns, it, it had, um, yellow lantern, right? Like, yeah, that's what it I noticed like. that too. I'm yeah. Curious, I'm I was a little confused that. by that, but yeah. Um, I don't remember say, in the comics how, uh, excuse me, John Stewart ever with the yellow lanterns, right? I remember there was a storyline with Hal. Yeah, but I don't remember anything with John Stewart. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna. I don't know. I'm, there's not one in particular that I'm most excited for, but I'm curious to see how they do the the brave and the bold, the Batman and Damien kind of connection. Because oh, <laughs> I might nice. need to borrow that from you, Stevo. Yeah, you'll have to deal with some of the pages being chewed off. I think one of my dogs got to the to the bottom of it here. But let me tell you though, Grant Morrison, he is an excellent writer, and some of this stuff is like so dark, and it's pretty creepy. Dang. Especially this one, you get to deal with Professor Pig, who is actually one of my favorite oh, Batman villains. He's a freaking sicko, and he's like, there's like. Well, I mean, I don't I've never read The Brave and the Bold, but this is some of Grant Morrison's work, which is very similar. And this is actually supposed to be like um, Dick Grayson as Batman with Damien as Robin. And they kind of have to team up because Batman's gone. I don't remember why, but they team up against Professor Pig and Professor Pig. No, no, no. Was it? I've lost it. Hold on. Yeah, it's like Professor Pig gets his own sidekick or red hood gets his own sidekick it's just it's it's crazy but his work is really really quite something interesting for sure is it smart to he's like you know this is going to be something that's new this is going to be an interesting take which is all kind of buzzwords but to start off your new dcu we dropped the e apparently to start off the dcu do you want to Swing for the, you know, obviously you want to swing for the fences, but do you want to swing for a, a, a gamble? Don't you want more of a for sure product launching forth like a Superman, like a Batman? So when he started with Creature, what was the first one he said? Creature it was Commandos. Like creature Commandos. And then it wasn't until I wrote some of it down, Elseworld stuff. And then eventually... The Superman. So uh, when you were talking about lanterns on HBO, I was kind of like, do they not have faith in that property? I feel like they're, you know, he's one of the biggest staples of the Justice League. Why aren't they getting faith in him to go do a movie? And then they said the authority would have its own movie. I'm like, these obscure properties that he's going to go the uh, commando creatures like you said or whatever in and out of animation and a live action but yet they're only going to guarantee not guarantee but green light a lanterns hbo series 
Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. He tried to cover it up with like, hey, it's going to be like True Detective, which of course is great, gritty, um, buddy cop with a little bit of humor thrown in there. I just feel like they can make such a good Green Lantern movie, learn from your mistakes of 2011. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know why you're not swinging for the fences on your staples. And you're going to do movies of obscure characters or properties what do you guys think about that well you have to look at the other side of the coin here so he's coming from disney and and the mcu and they've kind of gone that model now where they've got tv properties that are melding with their movie properties you know they have stuff that started in loki that is translated into things that are happening now you know there's like all these events that tie together from from the back, you know, because when you're looking at like Quantumania, I mean, a lot of that has to do with like what's happening with Loki and there's like backstory that tracks all the way through. I can see how it can work and maybe it doesn't work as well for Marvel as it could DC because DC's characters and universes are, are, are uh, I don't know, they're a bit more connected in some ways than Marvel's are sometimes. I don't really know. I'm just kind of guessing, but I think I think it can work. I think it can work if you do it right. And again, I have to like go back to this whole thing where I think James Gunn has a vision. And the only reason that they picked him and Peter to do this is because their vision struck a chord with with the with the executives and the executives are like, that sounds amazing. However, the executives aren't really the, the audience who are going to be consuming it. Sure. So something to think about. What do you think, Sam? Uh, I don't know. I, I think that this, I don't know. I, I'm really excited for this show. I think they can, I don't know. Like you said, I think they can lead into other stuff and I don't know. I'm not really too critical yet. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for it. (laughs) It's just me. These staples of the justice league, you know, you got the big five or six or whatever you got. Batman, Superman, Lantern, Cyborg, um, Flash, and Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman 3 looks like it's going to be a TV show. Green Lantern looks like it's going to be a TV show. They're just they're, – they're taking, in my opinion – too much risk for their track record like for how uh, for how much things have failed in the past i feel like they would want to go with more of a sure thing but like like steven said if you make it right which is with anything if you make a good one then people will turn out for it and you know the new david sasloff the new president he's not all about losing money he's not going to fall on the sword of identity politics and and um woke agendas or anything like that he's he's there to make some money and um and hopefully james gunn sees that light and sees that idea as well so um i thought that that was interesting that is paradise island in lieu of wonder woman 3 i don't know i don't know know. (laughs) they you know like whether gal gadot's coming back for for the role i I think it's still undecided is she well, I don't know for sure, but that's what I thought. Her and then Jason Momoa staying, and then I think anybody that's currently got a movie on the on the plate has a shot at staying at least. I think they have a shot. Yeah, I'd love to see what their contracts are, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're probably in post production of Lost Kingdom, right? They've got to be. 
You're not filming. I'm, I'm certain of it. Yeah. It, it's it's got to be. And that one sounds pretty cool. I mean, I I unlike most people, I really liked Aquaman and I thought it was so much fun. I liked it. I mean, compared to oh, it, like It was dumb fun. Oh yeah. I I say the same thing about um freaking Black Adam. You know, dumb fun. And like honestly, that's like one of my go-to's when I just like want to put on a fun movie, just because I'm like not doing anything and I just sit there. But in comparison to like something like Wakanda Forever, I was like Aquaman's like way better. Um, but yeah, the I think the current that that's a good topic. We should actually move to that for a minute. The current slate of films that's that's still in like in production and coming into theaters which includes the flash, which it, it, I'm really excited for. Man, we've been waiting so long for that, for that yeah. freaking film. Yeah. Um, so and we should long. be getting a trailer in the next like few days slash week. Oh, right. Come at the Super Bowl. That's, they say it's like a two minute and something rather trailer. I love that people get into like the whole seconds and minutes of a trailer. Two, thing. Well, the reason they do that, it's like $15 million for per 30 seconds or something like that. I mean, they got to spend those marketing dollars somehow and they got to put it up there. So that's, I mean, that's something. So the flash is, he's already said is meant to reset the entire universe. And then, you know, we've got Shazam, which I'm actually still pretty pumped for because I, I love the first one. Um, we've got Aquaman, like you said, Lost Kingdom, followed up by, uh, what am I forgetting? Blue Beetle. Oh, yeah, Blue Beetle. we got Blue Beetle. And then there's also the other, the Todd Phillips Joker uh, sequel. Oh, yeah. What's it, what's it Is called? that a green light? That's still a green light. I yeah. think that's still green light, as well as uh, Matt Reeves' next chapter of his Batman. Yeah, films. I know. I mean, they're not in the next step for Matt Reeves for sure. I, I don't know how I feel. I kind of the Joker, very, very morbid, very, very dark. But I thought it was a great one-off. You didn't need to do a sequel. I'm kind of with you on that one, actually. It but it, mean, you got anything, you got to milk that cash cow, right? You're making over a billion <laughs> yeah. dollars. You got to do another one. It, it yeah the money's there they got to take advantage of of every dollar that's available to them so it's like going after going after that movie i mean it, it did make quite a bit of money for how little they you know needed to spend on it oh gosh yeah i mean i'm all about that box office crap and they they spent pennies compared to these other big budget ones and made tons of money and so i just looked up the release date the flash is this june it's this june Wow. Mm-hmm. Did right. you think it was next June? Well, how many times have they changed it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have been with you on that, too. I would have been with you on the fact that it, it, it would have ended up, I swear, every movie, every time they talked about The Flash, oh, we lost the director. Oh, we lost this person. Oh, we lost, you know, some producer. Seriously, on the it's film. been since like 2015 or 16 that they were like talks of how many, how many directors they went through, the the guys that did 21 so Jump many. Street, the, the date night directors they hopefully uh, andreas muschetti he did the it oh, i loved it so i think he'll do a good do a good job here and michael keaton showing up sign me up all right and but, at least one more appearance of ben affleck let me ask yeah. you this there's since it's going to reboot everything there's probably not going to be a flash too right because how of ezra miller's been everything probably not for a while 
he had to go through like treatment and he had to issue statements and a bunch of other stuff in order in order to keep his standing with the film. So I don't know. What is that all about? Like, uh, that is crazy. He's crazy. crazy, Uh, I can't say he he's they non-binary. So he's they or whatever. Um, You know what I I tend to think now my formula is the less woke they make a film, the more money it, it can potentially make. I don't I think you're absolutely right. I don't think. That's a novel idea. Let's take a look at Top Gun Maverick exhibit. That's my go-to example. <laughs> exactly. I was like, there was absolutely nothing political, really, or woke in it, and it made so much money. And you even can even go Avatar. the way of Avatar, the same thing, Avatar. Yeah. yeah. Avatar hit us over the head with environmentalists, but at this point, that's almost a relief. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, uh, yeah, I'll take the I'll take the environmental over the yeah. over the world stuff. You can talk about it all you want, but what's the likelihood that DC is going to be able to make any billion dollar movies over the next five years? Oof. There's the question. You've got know. all the ones that I just mentioned. Do any of those really have potential to make a billion dollars or the more? The only one, I, it would be the Elseworld stuff, right? Joker 2, Bat Reeves, Batman 2. That's the only really, if I were a betting man, which I am, I'd put it on that. I doubt that I see Shazam Fury of the Gods making over a billion dollars. I doubt Superman 600 mil is my guess for Shazam. <laughs> That's generous. It's generous enough. I think people will remember that they like that, you know, it was at least a, a fun movie, the first one, and that the second one maybe warrants a good weekend watch. Oh, I love the first one. I'm just curious what the production budget was on that. Go ahead. Talk amongst yourself. I'm looking that up. Um, what do you think? What, do you think any what, what, what do you think has the potential to make the most money in the next five years or even in the Elseworlds stuff? Uh, I really don't know. Probably like with this new DC slate you're talking about. No, just the just the old guard, just the old stuff. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I think the Joker could get close, but it's it's the movie for like the production value of the film was was done like really really well but how much they spent on it was so low sometimes i think like if you don't spend a certain amount of mo- on a movie it can't make that much money but at the same time i'm like sometimes it doesn't that, that doesn't make sense at all but my mind typically goes to that but what did, i don't know what, let's aqua make a deal no maybe oh aquaman i think that's a good maybe. guess aquaman yeah you could do like 800 mil. I don't know if it'll make a billion, but it'll make at least, I think it'll make like 800 mil. That one will be good. Yeah. I think, I mean, it, it killed overseas. That's where it got it over a billion dollars. And, and let's be honest, you know, I might get in trouble for saying this, but I, in my opinion, I feel like international audiences tend to like dumber stuff. <laughs> now, let me explain. Okay, go when I say go dumber, I, I mean that in a respectable way somehow. You think of the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, Gobs of money, most of the audience is overseas. Avatar, 
good spectacle, worth watching. I thought it was refreshing, but it wasn't an intellectual thinker. It wasn't. It was more style than substance. So maybe that's what I should say. Movies that are more style than substance, international uh, audiences go crazy over it. So I think if they stick true to kind of the same format in um, Aquaman, I think that has a chance to do over a billion dollars. Yeah, I think you're right. I'll side with you on that one. But what else was on that on that upcoming slate that sounded pretty good? Um, of of my opinion, there's there's a few there's a number of things. What did you think, Sam? What else did you like in there? Wait, of the new slate or the the the, the new slate? Oh, and we're talking about how much we think or how? What no, just like most, that? what you're most excited for and why? Um. Superman Legacy might be about the all-star Superman. I'll be super interested in how that kind of plays out. Swamp Thing should be good. Oh, Swamp know. Thing. I, I never, really, mm-hmm. never really got That is not going to break the bank, but Swamp Thing no. is very intriguing. It should be interesting. Yeah. Did either of you watch the series that they did a, a few years ago? They did a series on it. Yeah, and I think it's I on HBO Max it. I still. Watched it though. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's definitely worth a watch. My gosh, it is so dark. It is so dark, but it is like, it's intense. I highly recommend watching it. It's not like incredibly long. It only got one season, and it got axed like a, a lot of other stuff did. But it was super good for being this crazy, messed up in a lot of ways, sometimes disgusting, but not like incredibly gory. It's just like, because you're in a swamp and you're dealing with like disgusting swamp things. It's, it, it, he's like such an interesting character and it's really like a sad story. So like, I'm trying to remember his name, the main character, Alan something, (laughs) The main character dies while working in a, in the swamps, in the Everglades, and yeah. something in the swamp basically consumes his body, and then he becomes part of the swamp, or just becomes like a creature that's made up of the swamp itself. And he still his bones are still around somewhere in the swamp, but like right. he can like form himself whenever he wishes out of whatever he wants in the swamp. And he... Dope it's 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 crazy but it's worth a watch so if they continue doing things like swamp thing and they kind of work him more into the picture and maybe head the route of justice league dark territory with like that'd be cool um constantine. What's, what's his bucket yeah constantine john constantine but didn't they cancel that, that? Sort of thing? wasn't that announced get, that that got axed and that constantine inks hbo max series got axed I have no idea. I didn't even know it was. I didn't even know it was on the board. Let me share my screen here. Yeah, go for it. Tell me. This is what I found. Do you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. Boom! 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 That would. How cool would that have been to see Keanu Reeves back as Constantine? Dang, be freaking interesting. That's for sure. Batman Beyond. I didn't know that was on there. That would have been freaking dope. What's Naomi? I have no idea who she is. Uh, let me let me I check the encyclopedia. Know. I've got I've got the DC encyclopedia here. All done. All done. <laughs> nice. Let me go to the books. 
But they say, the look, is not in here. Wonder Wonder Woman three could still happen, but likely will be different from the initial idea. I don't know if Patty Jenkins will be wonder, uh, involved. She's not coming back. She's pissed at the studios. I oh, I would be too. Idea for that was. Like, Hopefully something better than 1984, because that was yeah. rough. Oh, oh, man, where do you go from? Yeah, I don't know. How that do you was, recover from that one? That was riddled with problems, man. Yeah. Of all the stories they could have picked, they, they decided to do that one. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited for Black Adam, too. Oh, wait. That's not happening. Because... The Rock is really pissed at the studios too. Did you really like the first one as well, Sean? The first Black one Adam. Rock? Yeah, the first Black Adam. Yeah, I thought Black it was. Adam. I I enjoyed it similar to Aquaman one. I had I felt that I had the same kind of feel. Um, it wasn't a the best superhero movie ever made, but it, it was it was fun. Uh, it was for a character that I could root for. I felt like the characters had good chemistry, even though they were kind of just jumbled together. They pulled it off. The biggest issue I had with the movie was just editing. It was a little too quickly paced, but that's not enough to pull the plug on it. Um, I don't know why it failed, probably because of the huge budget and the marketing push for it. Um, I don't know. I just yeah. don't know why. Maybe superhero fatigue. I had a buddy of mine who's just like, I can't believe they like ripped off Doctor Strange. I was like, Oh come on, baloney, like, dude. Yeah, baloney. They, they don't know. The public audience doesn't know, and it's just like everybody it's rips off everybody. Thing. Everybody rips off everybody, regardless if that was the case, which it wasn't. Like it, you know. There's there's tit for tat for everything. That there's a Marvel, there's a DC version of it, and vice versa, and so. I don't know. I feel bad for Dwayne The Rock Johnson because he's been, you know, slated to play Black Adam since what, 2012? So like 11 something years like or that. something like that. And it's not going to happen. And then he went into the executive offices and I don't care what you guys are doing. We're going to do this for the fans. We're going to film this scene two months before release and put Henry Cavill in it and get everybody chubby, ready to go for it. And then oh just God. pull the. And pull the rug right underneath us. Pull the rug. It was it was it was tough, but the movie itself, I thought the soundtrack was fun. I thought the action sequences were fun. Um, I felt like it was free of any sort of woke ideal ideal ideologic politics. I thought it was just a good time. Fair enough. I agree. I I thought the same thing, and I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day who. <laughs> He he reminded me that one of the biggest problems with it was the fact that Black Adam didn't have enough impetus to be as angry as they made him out to be. There wasn't enough backstory. Like, yes, he loved his son. Yes, he he cared a lot. And then he all of a sudden is so rageful. And it was like you didn't put enough behind it to make it feel believable that he was this rageful character and that he's as dangerous as he was or that he even had as much of a heart before that point that he did so it didn't feel like there was enough emotional tie tie-in for his story so it felt a little a little um forced little lack yeah forced 
but overall like i like super enjoyed a lot of the characters they brought in i know a lot of people didn't like it because they weren't familiar with who's the justice society who's who's dr fate and what's with the helmet thing and who's adam smasher or who's hawkman i was like um i i'm surprised people don't know a lot of those characters but you know it was super cool to see people like like hawkman like he was so freaking dope i love the guy that played him i thought he played him so well i thought the whole shit and his whole estate in Louisiana. I was like, oh, that's that's freaking cool. And yeah, I love Adam Smasher. Awesome. And Dr. Fate was like incredible to see on screen. Finally, I've been waiting so long to see Dr. Fate. I and I actually thought Dr. Brosnan Fate played him good. Great. Yeah, Dr. Fate was awesome. I loved that. But overall, and, there, I don't know. It's, it's there. and their bromance between Hawkman and Dr. Fate. I bought it, man. I bought it. Oh, yeah, no totally. I thought that was like oh, that's that's awesome. that's good. We need to see more of that on screen. No, no uh, I, don't anyway, know. I don't know. Wasted some right? of the decisions wasted. at the end. I don't really agree with, but I don't know. Not a lot. Towards the end of the movie, there's some things you didn't agree with. Is that you said? Yeah, like yeah. Are we talking? Like what? Sport? Tell us. Tell us. I, okay, yeah, just making sure. Like the the Doctor Fate death or whatever, and. I don't know. Just that part in general, I just did not like as much. I don't know. The that he sacrificed that he, like, gave, himself gave for him? Yeah. I don't know. Just, um, I didn't think he was going to die for sure. I thought maybe Hawkman was going to die, and it made a little bit more sense to me. Still wouldn't have wanted it, but then when they killed off Dr. Fate, I was like, dang, I really liked that character. And if but did you I feel like... Never get Pierce Brosnan again. Do you feel like his death was, like, wasted? Like, it was avoidable? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it. I watched the movie once, so I need to rewatch sure. it again. But, but the reason yeah, I asked yeah. is because I remember sitting there with Steven in the movie theater afterwards, and I was like, you know, I bought the whole sacrifice. He saw in vision that if Hawkman went up there, he was going to die. And so he went up there and sacrificed himself, knowing what was going to happen. And I thought that was powerful. Yeah, yeah. But with magic, yeah. you could be like, you know, but you can see the future. Can't you change it? Maybe you have that argument, and I think it's a valid one, but still. Okay, okay. I actually thought the writing on on that part specifically when he's, like, walking up the steps and he's like, I've been able to see the future for so long, and I and it's haunted me. But now that I'm doing this, I don't – I no longer see the future, and I – it's beautiful. The fact that I can't see the end is beautiful, and I was like, oh, that got me. You know, he, okay, no, yeah, he, he hooked me real that, good that with that one. Good. That one got me yeah. with the hooks on that one. So I was like, yeah, I yep, okay, I just, I'll, I'll let it go. I loved Dr. Fate so much, and I just want to see more of him, I guess. That's that's all that it comes down to. He did some cool things, though. He did. He did, Man, he did a lot of, like, almost Dr. Strange uh, mirror dimension kind of stuff. A lot of yeah. mirror special yeah, effects. That's what I, was say. I loved that part. That part was so cool. And but I even think really Adam Smasher and also. Cyclone's chemistry worked. I thought it wasn't yeah, forced I, either. He was Adam. What's his name? Centineo. What's his first name? Oh, Noah Centineo. He does a great job. He's a, he's a good job. And Cyclone wasn't like she didn't like show up. And I'm like, I'm the smartest because I'm a girl. No, she's the smartest because she worked hard and she dedicated her craft. And so, like, I Absolutely. believe that. <laughs> Yeah, Nothing was have to have like a nice color relief there. Yeah. 
she wasn't a dick about <laughs> she wasn't like I'm she was like her IQ Hawkman said it like she's a you know really bright kid she wasn't like um Suri in Black Panther making fun of Dr. Banner right in her face like well, right in front of his face well why didn't you just do this and we're all just to assume well Dr. Banner's one of the smartest guys in the world and you just diminished him like that like why? Why did you do that? Just as a power player move? They didn't do that with Manners. her. <laughs> Manners. There you go. Manners. They didn't do that. And it makes it makes it more believable. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, you're right. So yeah. it's unfortunate we won't ever see that again. What was The Rock rumored to join the MCU doing? What was that? Do you remember? I don't. I don't either. I don't even know if he even like wants to like this was his whole thing that he wanted to do like this was like his role like you said that he like he pushed so much for and he held on to it for so many years and now it's over it's like no i don't know bad blood come on maybe just out of spite he'll go over to mcu and go make a billion dollar movie or something yeah you can be assured of that at least if that if that crosses his mind for sure but what I know they teased at the end of Thor three and or Thor four, excuse me, Hercules. That would have been funny if he reprises his role in Hercules. <laughs> oh man, oh that'd be so corny. That'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, no one would want to see that. No one would want to see that. I thought the guy that they picked to play him was pretty spot on, though. Yeah. Um. What else that do we have? Ugh. Yeah. So, are they gonna? They're still. I I was te- uh, typing up some stuff. They didn't mention it in the video, but the Elseworld stuff that's still gonna happen is the and I I don't know how to pronounce it, but the uh, Ta Nisisi Coates um, Black Superman potentially with oh, uh, Robert Michael B. Uh, Jordan. Michael B. Jordan is according to this article. Still proceeding, but they're still in pre-production, obviously. They haven't they're still working on the writing and stuff like that. You think they'll still do that? That wasn't even announced. I I don't know. It's 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 kind of like un it's it's uncertain ground, I think, because there were things like the Flash, Aquaman, and Shazam that were already in production long before James Gunn, you know, took over with Peter Safran and now they have, you know, those ones are staying, you know, it's done. It's, it's staying, it's happening. But I think with stuff that's in pre-production, there's like a heavy or a likelihood that they can get axed too, because a ton of stuff got axed that was already in the works, you know, Titans, they've got one more season and it's over, you know, they've get, because this is only part one of season four and they have part two to finish. And I think they've already filmed it and they've already done the work for it, but it has yet to come out. But after that, it's over. And then Doom Patrol's done. They're they're over with. So it's like stuff that's in pre-production. I think it, it's still up to be axed if if they see fit. But if their budget's already spent... And stuff's already been ordered, you know. Can't return <laughs> everything. This isn't Amazon or Costco where you can return but you anytime get you a want. Tax write-off if you cancel the production, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that girl. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, did I? I didn't say it. You said it. I said um, it, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not... I'm not hyped when I see J.J. Abrams' name to attach to anything right now. I'm just not. And if he's going to be executive producer on it, and Coates' track record and what he writes in comic books being one of the lowest-selling lines of comics ever, but yet they feel like, oh, let's get this guy, uh, kind of a head-scratcher, I don't think Sasloff is going to... Pull the trigger on that. I, I think they're going to stop it. Um, I don't know. I haven't liked J.J. Abrams since, I don't know, Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> no, I, I liked I, his I stuff. Like did you ever watch, like, wait, what did he, didn't he do, I think he did Fringe. Didn't he, didn't he do this TV show Fringe? I don't know. And then I never watched it. It's crazy. It's like a sci-fi show but it's it was really good like jj's done some good stuff but it's Absolutely. like he's done, but do he's i trust him to take stuff. on another one of these projects no not really i just don't i don't know whatever maybe i'm just so bitter what happened to my beloved star wars i just i don't know i can't really trust the guy anyway fair enough. It, yeah anyway i just um, want to throw that out there what else you got i hope they could save that maybe for later i don't know because it sounds like it could be a, a cool story, but I don't know, at least not right now, especially with the Superman legacy that they announced. I don't know. Yeah, Superman legacy, that Swamp Thing. They, t- they talk about Booster Gold. Booster Gold. I'm for that one. Yeah, Booster that was a Gold. TV series, right? Yeah. I'll be honest, I know next to nothing about Booster Gold other than what he said. Like, what he mentioned in his little spiel... I was that's like, I, I knew that much, and that's it. Yeah, same. I mean, and no one knew about, like, the authority, right? I don't know. I mean, I, no. I don't know if you guys did. I didn't, though. I, I did some no basic clue. research, and yeah. it's like, this sort of thing reminds me of... Uh, the Boys. Kind of like, yeah, like The Boys, or what's that other TV show that they did recently that had, like, a superhero family? It was like a... It was live action. It had Josh do whatever his name is. Josh Dumel? Yeah. He was in it. Oh, gosh, I can't remember. I don't know that. I'm slipping on it, but it was like that sort of thing. Or maybe it's like the Eternals sort of thing. Hopefully it'll be better than the Eternals. Yeah. um, I mean, these shows, like, they're so different. And they talk about like Waller. They're going to bring in Waller, and Waller's going to be in there, which um, I've got a, a, a moderate level of excitement for just because, um, you know, they've done really well with her character so far. So they just got a Viola Davis. You know, she's very good at playing Amanda Waller. There's there's no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. So keeping her keeping her on the payroll and keeping her in the films is like having Samuel Jackson keep up his role as Nick Fury whenever they need him. So I'm like, I'm all for it. You just got to tell a good story. She She is a glue. I thought it was going to be Bruce Wayne was going to be the glue, but turns out it's more like Amanda Waller. (laughs) Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Is she Uh, in the Peacemaker series a lot? She is. Uh, but not much. Not that, not so. much. She's very very light in in that. Did you ever watch the Peacemaker series, Sean? 
No, it's like six episodes. You told me to watch it, and I, uh, I need to. Is it pretty good stuff? It's got a lot more laughs than I anticipated, but I don't know why I was surprised. It's James Gunn who who did it all, so I was like, I was prepared for it. He the did? actual, yeah, yeah, he wrote and directed all the episodes for Peacemaker, the series, and it's it's so funny. Um, but the person that I liked most actually in the series was the character Vigilante, and he's so just. Funny freaking hilarious and the kid that plays him the first place i actually should have picked him up was he was in harry potter he's in the harry potter films um peter stroma and um he plays kind of like a a lesser known character but he's in i think he's in the fifth movie or is it the sixth movie anyway he plays like let's see harry and hermione go to like slughorn's party for all the special his special students and one of them is like a Hufflepuff kid that's like following Hermione around and he's like infatuated with her kind of and but then he like eats too much of something and then pukes it's that kid but he's in the Peacemaker series he's freaking hilarious as Vigilante he's not like a metahuman but he is like incredibly skilled as like a fighter and uh, as a killer like he's he's a lot like peacemaker in that regard and he tries to be peacemaker's friend but peacemaker's like you're not my friend and sometimes he's like oh we are friends and he yells at him and treats him poorly sometimes but it's freaking hilarious actually his pet eagle is also hilarious too interesting eagerly his eagle it's hilarious i'll have to watch that it does sound pretty funny mind you it is incredibly graphic Okay. <laughs> Incredibly graphic, by the way. So just just to oh, great. prepare you for that. Maybe if you, not. You know, you know James Gunn's work, so just prepare yourselves yeah. for that one. Did any of you ever watch the Watchmen series they did recently? Mm-mm. No, just the yeah, fan I of the movie. Either. Same. And the A graphic novel. Movie. A lot of people that you've never seen that? No. It's good. A lot of people Zack give Snyder. it crap because it's like, yeah. you know, it's Zack Snyder. It's too long. It's it's so true to the source material. It's almost like shot for shot, which I love. The book is great. It it was a gangbuster in the 80s. And I don't know. It was I really enjoyed that 2009 movie, 2008, whenever it came out. Put that um, alongside. Um, what else? I put that alongside like my beef from Vendetta. So like I like watch those sometimes like back to back just because they have like that hyper realism to them, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, I liked both of those. Yeah, give that one a watch, Sam. It's good. It's like watching a better version. Uh, no, not a better version. It's like watching. I actually I don't know what to compare it to actually. The full version of uh, Watchmen. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's like two and a half, two hours and forty five minutes long. It's a it's a long movie. I would say, what would I compare it to watching two? I really don't know, but it's a good film. Like the, the the heroes in it, they make sense. You know, there's nothing proofy about them. It's done Zack Snyder style, so you can yeah, you can like definitely like. <laughs> Perfect. Slow-mo, you know, very musically bound. 
because um, they like really tie a lot of that into like the 80s and the, the 70s and 80s, like the Reagan and, and uh, Nixon years. Uh, I really liked, what's his name? Patrick Wilson in there. As Owl Man? As Night Owl. Yeah, he's. Was it Night Owl? Or like super cool. Or is, maybe it is Owl Man. That's right. It's Night Owl. Because there's Night Owl and then there's Night Owl 2. Night Owl 2. Um, yeah, but his character's pretty cool. There's like a lot of it's a stacked cast in there. Billy Crudup's in there. Man, all the favorite like DC actors are in there. <laughs> like Billy Crudup, yeah, Patrick Wilson's in there. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a few more, but yeah, that's a good one. Oh, Owl Man, like is for like, uh, Owl Man is from Doom. Remember Doom? Is it Doom? Doom. Where uh, just it's like an, it's like another world. It's a it's another dimension. It's a version of Batman. But do you remember that? Oh yeah, remember. yeah 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 yeah. I've seen it. James Woods right. voices him. I remember that. That's who Owl Man is. Okay yeah yeah yeah. All right all right sorry. I'm getting off Speaking topic. Of voice here. actors, we it was crazy when I heard that uh, Kevin Conroy had passed away. Uh, I didn't even know that. Like I had to find out months after, and that's got to be oh, what a heartbreak, man. Yeah, it was it was pretty tough. And a couple of years ago, my wife got me. You know, like what cameo is, right? I think you already you told like me cameo. this. Yeah, I got a cameo from oh, Kevin oh, Conroy. I remember hearing about this too. Yeah, it was crazy. What was what was even crazier was like hearing his voice and hearing like he gave me like a five minute cameo. He gave me like life advice and wished what? me happy birthday. And he did like the whole Batman voice for me. It was oh, crazy, God. you know. Like he says no. my name in it. He's like happy birthday, Steven. And then he gives me like a bunch of stuff because it was like during COVID, and it was like a message of like hope and stuff. And it was like rewatching that after he had passed away. I was like in tears. I was like, of oh course. my gosh, I can't, couldn't. I couldn't. I, I don't know. It was just so sad, but so satisfying at the same time. But oh. yeah, I don't know like what cancer, to do right? without that guy. Was it cancer? I don't know, but it was too. One of these days, you'll have to play it for us. I want to hear it. It was really good. But yeah, you could tell the years have have been pretty tough on him. Yeah, he you did, Kenan. You could tell. When he appeared in that Batgirl, was a Batwoman scene mm-hmm. where he was like this jaded version of the self. I didn't, I, I hated, it was almost seen like Luke Skywalker in episode eight is kind of. Go to the dark side. Yeah, it was, I didn't care for it at all, but he was asked to do it and he did a good job. And, but you could tell like, holy cow, he's sick or something's going on. Yeah, but. It's it's crazy because I heard that right around the time that he had passed away, like he had been going to a ton of like Comic Cons and doing a bunch of like signings and readings, and they had told him he needed to slow down. But he's like, no, I, this is this is what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I go out there, I go out there for the fans. So it's like he put himself through it till the bitter end. So it was like, wow. yeah, like it was pretty tough. Yep, like Chadwick, just smile and 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 continue on, wow. but. Yeah, it's a bummer. What did you, know, you guys make of that? What did you guys make of notice that Gunn said this in his um, announcement that he wants to have continuity at the TV, film, 
and gaming level. What is uh, what did you make about that? Like, what does he mean? Just voice actors, or like, I'm gonna have to play the, I I have to play the latest Arkham to know what's gonna happen in the next movie. Like, I I've stopped I playing know. video games. I don't do it anymore. What does that mean? I'm not good at video games either as much. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I know that um, in terms of video games, like the one that I was like most excited for, I haven't played yet. It's Gotham Knights, which I'm sure has nothing to do with the new continuity that we're talking about. But um, I'm wondering if they're holding off on pushing for Suicide Kill the Justice League video game because of what's happening. And I don't know for sure. And I don't know if there's a way to know for sure because they've pushed it back so many times, which is sad because it looks freaking awesome. It looks, um, it looks um, but I just thought that was like interesting. I said, the only thing that could make sense is just voice actors that for me, like, like it, it would be, it would be, um, high expectations for the audience and the fan base to follow all three video game TV and the films, you know? So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Wanted to get your guys' take on it. Well, maybe it's like the thing where they have, you know, I don't know if technically Cal Kestis from uh, Jedi Fallen Order is canon. I don't know if he's canon or not. I haven't actually looked. I should do that. I'm going to do that. I want to know. Because this is actually kind of important to me now. Because I just finished the game like last week. I'll take it over the sequels. <laughs> is Cal? Oh, there it is. Second, the second Google result. It is rumored at some point Cal Kestis will make his way onto the big screen in a live action role. This only makes sense because since the video games are indeed canon, his path is going to have to cross with some of the new Star Wars series. So, I mean, he's canon. So, I mean, my my thought is that if they are doing if he's doing deep cuts, right, if he's doing deep cuts and he ends up pushing like a deep cut character to the video game first, that person could then make their way onto the big screen. But it only works because you would want to make sure that you're not doing any of your big properties in video games first. You probably want to do some outside characters and then kind of like weasel their way into into everything else. So I don't know. He, I mean, he mentioned video is, games. It has to be a part of the plan. Yeah, yeah. That Somehow. is that is the trial round, the 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 testing ground for those obscure characters. Video games. That's a great place to put it. The uh, the overhead of video games, the way you can make money is just so much easier than these TV shows and films with their huge budgets and marketing to campaigns. So it's There's a lot definitely safer a bigger opportunity for money. True. Uh, video games is more popular than ever. It's crazy. Um, yeah. But adaptations from video games is a tough and sore subject. That has gone on for a long time. Yeah. Like the only ones that I've seen that have really broken the mold are like Sonic has broken the mold. So he's been fairly consistent as like a video game adaptation. Um, what are you I talking about? 1996 Mortal Kombat? That's not. Uh, uh... Oh, come on. <laughs> 1996 Mortal Kombat, man. That is 
that's our childhood, Steve. You know that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I put that al- I do put that alongside, you know, Jack Burton from, you know, Big Trouble in Little China. So, you know, they're pretty close. Yeah. And then you throw in Van Damme Street Fighter. You're just having a great Freaking party. Street Fighter with with Raul Julia before he passed away. Oh, yeah. He was. Uh, what do they call yeah. him? Big red guy. <laughs> yeah, the big red guy. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I said. The big red guy. That's right. Um, anyway, yeah, that's a that's a whole other podcast right there. Video game adaptations. I I got to watch The Last of Us now. I want to see if that's any good. I know. I was yeah, I was, gonna, gonna I was just that. getting to that. Apparently, it's very very good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And most of it is like a shot for shot remake so far. Like from a number of parts of the game, like even from the beginning scenes, it's like a big. Just shot for shot. I've seen people do comparisons of like cut scenes from the game, cut scenes from the from the move from the TV show. They're they're shot for shot down to like their socks are like the same. Wow. The clothes they wear are the same stuff like okay. that. It's pretty crazy. But I think that's the way to go. And when I'm thinking about adaptations, I know Jocelyn will disagree with me, but I was like uncharted when they did when they brought in Tom Holland and they brought in Mark Wahlberg. I was like, okay, if you're going to put them on there, you better do a good job. And I was like, I mean, it's a fun movie, but it's nowhere near being the adaptation from the uncharted games that it should have been. So I was, I hate to say disappointed because I didn't want to be disappointed, but I, I was, Ah. anyway, um, Let's see. Blue Beetle. I want to actually hit on Blue Beetle a little bit. I'm so excited for that movie. Wait, when is it when is it coming out though? When's the release date? I think it's supposed to be is it 2024 or is it 2023 oh. still? Google help. 2023. Release date. Oof, it'll be August close. 18th. Okay. It'll be close. DC film being released. Yeah, the Flash. I'm not. I'm not too familiar with Blue Beetle. What? uh, It's an alien life form. It looks like. There were two versions, actually. So the first one was actually a man named Ted Cord, who owned like this ginormous tech company called Cord Industries, developed technology that um, just some like really cool gadgets and stuff. He was kind of like a, a Batman-ish character, but much more lighthearted. And he was a cool guy and he had just lots of tech. And he I don't remember why he named himself Blue Beetle, but the other side of that coin is like after Ted Cord dies, there's actually like an alien life form um, and they come in the form of what they call like scarabs. So a scarab would find a host kind of like Venom does, and it would bond with that host. It would like attach itself basically to your spine and then uh, give you those those powers of just being able to like summon weapons and and all sorts of stuff and armor. It was a pretty cool, pretty cool character. I just remember watching him in like the young justice. Mm -hmm. I I grew up watching that. And so blue beetle, like the reach that's always been a big part of my childhood. Yep. Um, So who, who is the villain then? Is it going to be the green one, the green beetle? I don't know. I don't Hopefully the, the black one. I remember that guy was always so intimidating. 
Oh, so intimidating. Yeah. There's there's plenty that. to like to like about those types of like aliens and stuff and and how like intimidating they are, but like I said, they've got to have a good story. I mean, the kid they picked to play him, he's really good in Cobra Kai. If you've ever watched Cobra Kai, he's just fantastic. Do you you've yeah. ever gotten into Cobra Kai, Sean? No, but uh, I hear I my my good friend tells me, dude, you gotta watch this Cobra Kai. I'm like, Karate Kid, really? That one? Oh man, it's so good. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll give it a shot. Um, I looks like the same way, but it, it it proved to be really really fun. Good. Carapax, the indestructible man. That might who be the villain. I don't know if I don't even know what that means. Carapax, Carapax, the indestructible man. All right, well, we'll be fun. It reminds me of this is a deep cut. I don't know what your anime um, likings are, but did you guys ever familiar with Giver, the bio boosting armor? Which one? Giver, the bio boosting armor. No. They actually made a film in the early 90s with Mark Hamill. They made a movie. They made a sequel, too. Um, How's it spelled? Giver, G-U-Y-V-E-R, Giver, bio-boosting armor. That is, I grew up on that very similar alien technology. It attaches to the back of their neck, their spine, and they can call this armor on demand. And it and it's very similar, and I, I kind of got vibes of that. Um Anyway, if you ever have some time, Guyver Bio Boosting Armor, that is what's up. That's one of my favorite animes of all time. Interesting. Now I have to watch it now and knowing that um, it's got uh, Mark Hamill's name tied to it. I know. It's crazy. Mark Hamill, he's not even the, like the lead protagonist, but they've got his face on the cover of the movie because it's Mark Hamill, right? Um, Dude, the guy can do no wrong. The guy does everything. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I'm up. excited. But uh, Victoria Cord is going to play the villain in the Blue Beetle movie. Oh, interesting. No idea who that is. I mean, I assume it's Ted Cord's sister wife or something like that. Or sister Susan wife. Susan Sarandon? It's <sighs> Susan Sarandon? Oh, my gosh. I don't know what that means, but there we go. Not sure what storyline Yeah, I don't either. I'm still excited though. What they couldn't get? Um, what's her name? Ripley, the girl, the woman that played Ripley, or um, oh, Sigourney shoot. Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> she is. She can do no wrong in my book. I absolutely. She's love her. always gold, man. Did you ever see her in Defenders? I haven't. No. No. Def- <laughs> Yeah, Defenders with with uh, Daredevil and Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones together. Yeah, she's like the she's the villain of Defenders. Huh. Oh, I have to give that a watch. You do. So much content. I know I've man, I, I end up coming on here thinking that I haven't watched very much and then I end up. Feeling like maybe I did watch a lot. Maybe I've watched too much. <laughs> We're just like, nope, nope, nope. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I'm still finishing. Defenders is really good. Yeah. There you go. You're finishing what? Oh, me and my wife just uh, were finishing Seinfeld. So nothing. Not, not <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> not, not, we're just uh, so much content we got to do. So. Um, yeah. 
to jump back to like the Marvel properties, like Iron Fist, not that great. Jessica Jones, a little too dark. Uh, really not my thing necessarily. Like Luke Cage. Um, love Daredevil. Daredevil. But when, when they all came together in Defenders, that was like a really great contained like city level Avengers story they put together for defenders it's definitely worth watching um because i didn't really i didn't really care for iron fist like his show it wasn't that good i mean he did a lot of great fighting in it don't get me wrong but he barely used the iron fist at all and he just no no real costume no nothing uh not happy about it jessica jones i felt the same way i was like yeah i like christian ritter um but the story not a huge fan Luke Cage was really cool though. I loved his vibe for for Luke Cage and then Daredevil. Like everything that Charlie Cox did for Daredevil has been fantastic. Bring him back. Bring Bruh, him back. he he's he's coming back. He's back. He's coming back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Defenders definitely give that a watch. You don't even have to watch the other ones really to like come into that and feel warm. You don't. You can come into that cold and it'd be fine. So highly recommend. Okay. Yeah, that I've one. I've got my homework. Is that on net is that on Netflix? I think it's still on Netflix. Don't quote me on that because we'll see. I think it might have got cut. Mariah's saying it's cut. Shoot. Well okay. but there's always a place to watch it somewhere. Yeah. Google, where can I watch Defenders? <laughs> Tell me. I'll do that right now. Oh D- Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, perfect. Duh, I, I should have known that. Now I feel stupid. <laughs> we haven't really Has anybody given the... anything on like the animated side of DC a watch lately? I have been very lax in watching any I've of the been... newer animated stuff. I've been trying to watch those catch up a little bit, but it's kind of hard to I'm I'm a little bit lost if I'm being completely honest. But I've seen a couple of the DC animated movies. And I've liked liked everything I've seen. Like I watched uh, Flashpoint, and then I watched uh, a couple of the Batman ones. They're pretty good. I like. Did you guys watch the Gaslight one yet? That one's fun. That one's really good. The what? Uh, Gotham by Gaslight. I haven't. No. So steampunk Batman. Oh, highly Um, recommend it. Bruce Greenwood voicing Batman. Dude, he's a killer Batman. He's he is really good. He is a really good Batman. And the twist at the end, I don't want to do any spoilers oh, on this. Yeah, but seriously. Is, like, it is so good, I immediately stopped watching it, and I was like, I would love to see that on the big screen. That would be oh, so good. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if hey, they'd ever it? take that from? chance. Gotham by Gaslight. It's Batman. At That's the on the HBO century. Max. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like early 1900s, late 1800s, sort. Hey, if Think the like, authority is given a movie, take a chance on a <laughs> seriously on a Gotham Gaslight. Elseworlds, get on on the Gotham by Gaslight because that one was that one was superb. Even the introduction of like the Bat Family characters, like the little boys. You know, they had Timmy and Jason and and Dick. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I get it. I, I follow you. I follow you. So I thought that was that was really smart too. Yeah, that's a fantastic one. I did watch Death of Superman. I started that actually the other day. And Rise of the Superman. 
Did you did you like them both? Love Death of Superman. Um, Rise of the Superman was was okay. It was it was fine. I mean, it. I should give it more credit because it was it's good. They they're all all the DC animated ones are good except for Gods and Monsters. I didn't really like Gods and Monsters. I haven't seen it. Didn't care for it. Is that Superman is Mexican? Yeah. He's like Hispanic, and you're then racist. Batman's like a vampire. Yeah, exactly. I'm a total okay. racist. No, I know exactly um, what you're talking about. I watched that with my wife, and she's like, "I'm not a fan of this." That was like meh. That was like super meh. For it me. was, it was meh. Um, I watched one the other day, super obscure, Knights and Dragons. Did you ever see that on HBO Max? No. It's it's down. Deathstroke story. <laughs> Oh, that's what that it was got me. It was it was like the style of it almost seemed uh, Saturday morning ish. The cartoon animation, but it was the most violent thing I've seen in an animation in a long time. So that kind of surprised me. And uh, I didn't know this, but like, holy crap, Slade Wilson is the same thing as Wade Wilson. I didn't know. Slade Wilson had regenerative capabilities. I thought he was just an excellent hand-to-hand combat. I didn't know he no. was an experiment in the military as well, and he could regenerate from very, very bad wounds. I didn't know that until I His watched His healing this. factor's nowhere near Deadpool's, though. His is like... Yeah. Well, in this one, you'd be surprised. I was like, what? He gets mowed down with, like, you know, five bad guys with M16s shot to the head, and he just... He survives, and oh. it was like, well, okay, I guess we're doing that. That's typically yeah. more than Slade Wilson can handle, typically. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's borderline. It was, it was all right. It was, it was okay. Okay. Well, I'm still gonna give it a watch. Did any of you watch the uh, the Batman one, uh, the Ninja one, the Batman Ninja? No. Is it? Is it in the style of like an anime? It's it's like a story where Batman is like transported back to feudal Japan. Like everything gets like transported back to feudal Japan, and it's in. And I honestly could not decide if I liked it or I didn't like it at all. Like I can't make any judgment on it if you want to you can watch it i don't think you have to <laughs> I was watch gonna say, that one. Batman like, in feudal japan that just sounds match made in heaven but you didn't care for that much huh because they took something that should have been something specific and they turned it into like a, a manga anime series like an anime steve did you freeze and then I was like, there you go. There uh, you are. Uh oh. Steve, are you frozen? You guys are both frozen for me. I can hear you, Sam. Can you hear me? Huh, yeah, I can hear you. I mean, your your screen's frozen. I can't really see you, but I can hear you. 
Okay. Is that Can better you than hear like... me, guys? A little bit. You're pretty staticky. Yeah. Can you guys see me and hear me? Give me a minute. I can hear you, I don't but know you're what's frozen. Going on here. Yeah, I'm probably frozen. Let me turn off my camera for a second. Let's give that another try. Get back on. Shit, my camera doesn't want to work. I'm going to turn off my camera, though, for a minute and see if things improve. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you pretty well. Yeah. Okay, good. At least you can hear me. Um, what else was there? I've, I haven't watched the, the Justice League, like, Apocalypse or a Justice League Dark Apocalypse, right? That's the one of the latest ones they did. Yeah, I haven't either. But, no, I haven't watched that. Just the the Knights and Dragons is is what it's been for me. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to look through a lot of those, like on HBO Max, and see if there's anything new. Um, let me see here. Cause I've got HBO Max right here on my phone. Because I want to know if there's anything that we all have missed. And I'm almost positive we have. Yeah, yeah, probably. What about Marvel, though? We've talked a lot about DC. How are we all feeling about Marvel? I've got the feeling that Marvel's got a lot of, like, movie fatigue right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see after. We'll see how we feel after uh, Quantumania. I am super stoked. That one better be good. Me too. I'm so excited to see Kang. I just, I mean, I'm a huge fan of um, Scott Lang, Ant Man, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, just sign me up. I'm ready to go. Um, yeah. And a nice completion of his his trilogy, his arc. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually more excited for that than Guardians Three. In in all honesty, really. Yeah, I I don't know about you guys, but what was your what was your feeling of Guardians two, and even how they were portrayed in Thor four? Uh, this is such a hot take, but I loved I loved the second one what? a lot. I actually loved it too. I'm, not I was more than the first, too. right? I just I just not more than the first. That. You like this volume two more than the first one? No, probably not more than the first one, but pretty close. Pretty close. I loved it. Pretty close to as. Really? It was it was James Gunn with Car Blanche. You can do whatever you want. That's what I felt that it was. They never let any moments breathe in that movie for me. It was joke after joke after joke after joke. What was great about the first one is there were good jokes, but the time that it mattered to have it mean something, he let it breathe. You know, we are Groot cheesy but he let it breathe and it was a good moment it was a heartfelt moment but little baby group killing all those guys to the whatever that sound was like it was funny for a bit but it's like it kept going like oh my gosh <laughs> anyway that's my take it's one of my it's lower it's actually one of, on the lower end of my full-on mcu ranks um and even 
And maybe it's not fair to say this, but in Thor four, they just were so in it very little. And it, it almost, they teased us, teased us with as guardians of the galaxy. They just, I was looking forward to that. I'd love to see that more, but even then it was not that fun really when they did show up on screen. So Chris Pat's great. I think, um, that whole crew, this does a really good job. So I am going to see it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm excited yeah. more for Ant-Man. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I love all of the characters in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm, I don't know, I'll, I'll probably shed some tears in that movie. <laughs> I don't know. I Let's probably see. will too. To be honest, I will too. Yeah. Is that for sure the oh last one? Yeah, uh, yeah, of Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. I don't know. Dude, there, there is con- so much. They're not contracted to do any more films. They're they're going to be done, done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully it comes to a, a nice wrapped up bow. Hopefully. I'm sure it will. Dude, I'm, I'm sure. just looking through a freaking I wonder if I can get this on screen. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try. Hold on. You sounded like Picard on screen. On screen. That was good. Let me see if I can pull this up here. There is a ton of stuff that I have not watched on HBO Max in terms of like, um, what do you call it? Uh, DC animated stuff. Let me oh, see man. if I can pull this up here. Tons of I'm stuff. Looking, man. Tons of yeah, stuff. So I'm not much. even joking. Let's 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 see if I can I can bring this up. And that's definitely what DC has over Marvel. Can you guys all see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go through animated. Number one, Battle of the Super Sons. Didn't know it existed. Um, Young Justice, I have not caught up on. There's, uh, I don't know for sure if I'm caught up either, but maybe you guys need to watch this. This is really good. Superman and Lois. Oh yeah, love it. Did you know that Superman? That was a little kid in Road uh, Road to Perdition. Oh, Tyler Hecklin. Yeah, that was oh, a little kid that. in Road to Perdition. I watched Road to Perdition the other day. I was like, why does that kid look so familiar? He plays Superman. No idea. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, lovable. I just wanted to look at. Man. There's so much. Red Sun. I've only watched pieces of this. Haven't finished it. Oh, Seen that would be cool. Red Sun. Yeah. yeah. Cool stuff. Reign of Superman. Super interesting. Uh, I have not watched this. I started watching Emerald Knights. It was kind of forgettable. Huh. Bummer. Oh, wait, was that is that the one where John Stewart's origin story? So maybe not. Maybe I didn't see that. There's another one in here. My gosh, there's so much. Oh, come on. Yeah, holy smokes. Uh, Static Shock. There's Gods and Monsters. Boo. Is that the Ooh, movie you're favorite. telling me to watch? Watchmen right there? This is no, not this one. Not this is the uh, HBO Max series. Oh, okay. 
Then make sure you watch Catwoman too. Which one? (laughs) No, don't do it. (laughs) Catwoman. Don't freaking do it. I haven't watched this one. Uh, Constantine. Justice League Adventures. There's a lot of stuff I haven't watched. Like any of the recent stuff, I haven't seen that one either. Throne of um, Atlantis, that one's a good one. Under the Red Hood and Death in the Family. Love it. Not Death in the Family, but I have seen Under the Red Hood. I Those started are both fantastic. Under the Red Hood. I just Under the Red finished Hood it yet? That might no, be the pinnacle of DC, DC animation. animated film, yeah. Under the Red Hood? Oh, yeah, it... It's fantastic. I might go I would watch say it tonight. It's probably my, it's probably like my favorite probably animated one. How too. far into it are you? I I got like five minutes in, and then I just I got like the the warehouse. Ooh, ooh. You uh, are in for a treat, hard. buddy. I know it's. Uh, I want to see that on the big screen so bad. So yeah, bad. I do too. They did kind of do it actually. They did some of it. Um, they did it with Titans. So, Red Hood is oh, in right. Titans. Mm-hmm. Oh. Huh. You should have access to my HBO account. Yeah, I think we're using yours. Me and Jim <laughs> Password I'm pretty sharing. sure. So it's, uh... I, it's, it's what happens when, when you want to share content and people don't have access. You give them access. <laughs> uh, Death in the Family, haven't seen it. That's fantastic. Uh, oh, that yeah, one's there's nice and good. Yeah, there's Nice and Dragons, uh, Batman vs. Robin. That one's good. I've seen this Batman is Court of Owls. Yeah, that's Court yeah, of Owls yeah. stuff. Sounds great. Batman vs. Robin is Court of Owls? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. I loved it. Pretty good, yeah. But Dark Knight Returns, part one too. and part two. Yeah, Son of Batman. That one's that one's pretty good. Uh, Dark Knight Returns, part one and part two. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. And the music in it is phenomenal. That's... um. Really? What's his bucket? Yeah, Christopher. He's one of my favorites. I'm trying to remember his name. Oh, Christopher Drake. No, 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 no. Not in HBO Max. I was trying to do it in Spotify. Oh, it's because I clicked the the wrong thing. It's my bad. I did that. Yeah, Christopher Drake. Come on, type. I still spelled his name wrong. But he's done tons of stuff. Like for for Batman stuff. All of his stuff is really, really, really good. Injustice. Arkham. Dark Knight Returns, part one and part two. Yeah, I would say if you need to make a list, Sam, I think the top three would be under the Red Hood, Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, one and two. That would be my. Don't you think those are some of the best? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some and of the best, absolutely. Nice and dragon from there. This one's a lot of fun. Justice League Dark. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's Justice League one. Dark. That was a fun one. I didn't. Knights and Dragons. You might be able to skip. That's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was all right. Um, have you have you guys seen the Apocalypse War? Nope, I have not watched that one yet, and I, I need to have seen bits and pieces. And then I'll I, I want to watch Death in the Family. That one looks pretty good. 
I have not watched that one. I've only read the comic, though. Yeah. I think last time we were talking, Steve, and we could maybe end on this, but, like, what comics have you read lately that you'd recommend? I need to catch up. That's what I need to do. I have a bunch of Flash comics that I need to read through that I've got sitting in their plastic right now that need to be open. So my goal is before our next meeting, I'm going to read through all of the new flash ones that I have that and, or I have, I have a, a line of Destro comics that I have also not opened yet. Did I, I tell you about white Knight? No, it is really really good it's a it's an offshoot or whatever joker goes quote-unquote sane and becomes the white knight of gotham and Hmm. takes legal action against batman and it's it's crazy how good it is wow i'm gonna look that one up again white knight sounds awesome yeah anyway how the turntables (laughs) mr scott (laughs) yeah that's great the new right. uh, the new super fan episodes are out now for the next season for se- uh, season six. There. Oh, do you not have Peacock? Do you ever watch the super fan episodes? Is super fan refer to uh, the office? Yeah. What what makes them just the fact they're because there's extra, those episodes, there's like extra there's, scenes, oh, there's extra, extra scenes episodes. that weren't included in the originals that like some of them are amazing. I'm like, why would you cut that? Why, why, why would you cut I that? I don't have Peacock or at least I don't know somebody who has a Peacock account. <laughs> Guess what? Somebody's going to share their access. Please. All right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. OK, this one I didn't care as much for. It was OK. The and Judas I've never really contract? liked the. I never really liked the Nightwing with the red. I only like him with the blue. Yeah. Right. Well, all okay. good stuff. We got some homework to do. Anything else you wanted to discuss before we wrap this up, Steve? Nope. We're gonna we're gonna look at. Everybody's gonna read some content, and everybody's gonna come next time having read something that they have not read before, and we're all and we're gonna hash on it. How about both? I yeah. mean, I've got some of these that I need to to watch that I haven't. Like, there's a bunch that aren't on here that I was going to try and find, but I can't find them. But um, Long Halloween, I, I'm, su- I'm sure is oh, on been, here. I've been reading that, actually, recently. Not Good. Well. That's a great Just one, Just watching too. a YouTube video about it. Yeah. Hush. Uh, it's the same thing as reading, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that not about comic books no i know i'm kidding i'm kidding i know the long crazy, halloween so. is a great one it's um, very good the long halloween uh it's it's, it's, a, it's a two-part series like there's two uh issues of it very very good i thought hush much, yeah hush those uh the actual comic of hush was better than the animated movie still Agreed. both pretty good Oh, I need to watch that movie. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. watch that one. Hush. All right. Good. Everybody good. go do their homework. And for all of you listening out there, keep it nerdy and keep it fresh. We'll see you guys later. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank Love you. Me.
and all right sam steve you guys keep it real talk to you later see you man